Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hi, welcome to Hollywood Crime Scene. This is Rachel Fisher. Hi, it's Desi Jenikin. Well, Desi, for some reason it seems like all the amazing, breaking Hollywood news stories happen when it's your week. Not my problem, Rachel. It's not. (laughs) Fucking get your act together. (laughs) Do you want me to, are you trying to get me to like make some shit happen? (laughs) Well, I just think you need to dig. (laughs) I've been digging. (laughs) I've been digging, Desi, trust me. Uh, there's really not a whole lot of like Hollywood crime that has happened this week. Right. Um, I can't recall anything. No, but there were a few interesting news stories. Oh, great. And now the cat is terrorizing us again. There were a few interesting news stories I decided that we could talk about. But first, let's just, I just wanted to touch on the fact that Deadline reported yesterday that there will be a Nixium sex cult movie with Lifetime coming out. Oh. Yeah. So you know that's going to be good. Yeah, Catherine Oxenberg is producing, and it's starring Peter Facinelli and Andrea Roth. Oh. Do you know who Peter Facinelli is? I do. He was married to Jenny Garth. <laughs> You're right. He was married to Jenny Garth. And he was in one of my favorite uh, teen high school comedies of all time, Can't Hardly Wait. He plays like the jock guy. Oh, right. He's great in that. He was also in Twilight. Oh yeah, he was in Twilight. Like a small part, right? Or yeah. the dad or something. Yeah, he was somebody. Um yeah, I I do remember him because I'm obsessed with Beverly Hills 90210. And I do remember when he got married to Jenny Garth. That's where I first knew him. And then they got divorced. And now she's like divorced mom energy to to like a ten. Yeah. Is she? <laughs> she's just like out there like dating and like whatever. And being Jenny Garth. And she's being hot. Jenny Garth, yeah. Yeah. I think I saw her in Larchmont one time. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that's pretty like, okay. And Catherine Oxenberg, if you remember, her daughter was in the cults. Yes. Um, that seems like they could have gotten bigger stars. This must be like a real quick turnaround movie. I think so. I, that, I mean, that, why well, I was like, oh, wow, they're doing it on Lifetime, which like. Is he playing Keith I think Rainier? Yeah, he's playing Keith Rainier. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's an insane casting. <laughs> I mean, I personally think Peter Facinelli is way more handsome than Keith Rainier. Yes. Obviously. And you know he's just going to have a really terrible wig and facial hair. Yeah. Kind of covering up his good lookingness. Like, right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm definitely going to watch it. Oh, I'm so going to watch it. It's not my no. barometer as long for as watching it's entertaining, things. I don't care. Yeah. I'll watch it even if it sucks. Yeah, it's called The Nexium Cult, A Mother's Nightmare. Oh, so it's going to be like her daughter's specific story, probably. Yes. Classic Lifetime cool. movie title. That is a classic. Yeah. Well, we, should do like a, we should do a crossover with Molly. I was just going to say, like, who's going to get to be the guest yeah, on that we episode? Have we have to be the guest on that episode. Okay. So, like I said, that's really the only Hollywood crime that there was this week or Hollywood crime related. But I did pull a few interesting stories from this week. This one is from June 21st, so that's actually like almost two weeks ago. Right. But we didn't do a mini show last week, so I gave it a little bit of leeway. You're allowed. I'm allowed. 
This is from NPR. It's called A Travel Nightmare, Waking Up Cold and Alone in a Darkened Plane. What? This is my fucking nightmare, this story. Ever had a nightmare in which you wake up at night alone, strapped in a seat in a completely dark and freezing cold room with no means to contact anyone? No. (laughs) (laughs) I've never had that nightmare. Okay. (laughs) I mean, it does sound scary when you present it to me. Right. That's the story of Air Canada passenger Tiffany Adams about what was supposed to be a simple 90-minute flight from Quebec City to Toronto Pearson International Airport earlier this month. Her account was posted on the airline's Facebook page by her friend Deanna Noel Dale. Adams, who has since been experiencing anxiety and insomnia, wrote that she fell asleep in a row of seats on a nearly empty flight, and by the time she woke up, the plane had arrived at its destination and had been parked away from the nearest terminal. Her cell phone battery was depleted, therefore useless, and there was no power on the plane to recharge it. No one else was on the pitch black plane. What is this, like a bus that she got? Like, there- How is that possible? I have no idea. It seems like really... Yeah, bad. that seems weird. Yeah, because don't they see? They walk up and down the aisles. Usually, no one's staying around. I mean, that's yeah, crazy. Did they just bounce? Like, how did they miss her? Was it because it was a short flight? They didn't. I don't know. I mean, it's not Spirit Airlines. Yeah. So how could this have happened? Adams made her way to the cockpit where she eventually found a flashlight. The light helped her figure out how to open the main exit door. But there was no gangway, so she was staring at what was about a 40 to 50 foot drop to the ground, hardly an attractive means of escape. She focused the flashlight on the plane's exterior, hoping that the reflection might catch someone's attention. In time, the driver of a luggage cart came to her rescue. Adams said Air Canada representatives offered her a ride home and then called her twice to apologize, and they've launched an investigation into how she was missed by the plane's crew when everyone else got off the flight in Toronto. She says she's still recovering. I haven't got much sleep since the reoccurring night terrors and waking up anxious and afraid I'm alone, locked up someplace dark, she wrote. A representative for Air Canada confirmed Adam's account, adding that they remain in contact with her. I mean, they, I hope they give her more than just a ride home. The other thing that I find baffling is why the fuck did she not wake up when everyone was getting <laughs> off? Like, how do you sleep through that? <laughs> I don't know. Do you have a deep sleep on the plane? I would never fall asleep that deeply on a plane. Like, I, that I, I would have, not get up when people are getting out? That's yeah. crazy to me, too. Like, I mean, was she, like, on Ambien? Like, what the fuck? I have several questions. I don't know how they didn't see a body... There's a lot of questions I have. Right. Uh, so. It seems like a really bad prank by the airlines. It Even though I know that's not what it is. Right. But that's like, how could that have happened? Or how did no one like say, excuse me, can you get get up so I can get out of the aisle? Right. <laughs> like no one right. like nudged her. Like how do you sleep through that? Right. I feel like there's some things missing from here. I'm not saying she did. I'm not saying the plane shouldn't have found her, but she, I feel like she's not admitting to the fact that she like conked herself out with some kind of like sleeping pill or something. Even I just, so, I, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that's not her fault. But right. she's like definitely like making it look. Come on, like she had to have taken something. There's I mean, no way you sleep, sleep through, through that. that. That seems crazy to me. Right. Right. Uh, interesting. I wonder if we'll get follow up. Okay. Here's a story that was posted on our Facebook page. Nevada officer pulls over a hearse traveling in the carpool lane. This is from NBC News. I think this... Oh, this did happen today. Las Vegas, Nevada Highway Patrol says passengers must be alive in order to be counted as occupants in cars (laughs) (laughs) using the high occupancy vehicle lane. 
The reminder was prompted by a traffic stop Monday involving a hearse traveling on the carpool lane on Interstate 15 in Las Vegas. A trooper pulled over the hearse that was transporting a dead body. The agency says the hearse driver assumed the body in the back counted towards the two or more occupant requirement. I love this person. I do too. I love They're them. Literally legendary. Right. That's a legendary pullover. <laughs> I just want to know what was going through the officer's mind. He's like, up oh, a hearse. I bet that guy's trying to pull one over on yeah. us. Yeah. I, I don't even know that I've heard anyone ever be pulled over for violating the carpool law. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. not having the passengers. Um, I mean, technically you, you'd think with common sense, you'd be like, well, the purpose of carpooling is that we have less drivers on the road. Right. So obviously this dead person is not driving. Right. 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 So he's not really helping the environment <laughs> except for by dying. But obviously. I feel like, I feel like it's such a creative loophole that you just let him go. Look, if I was a cop, which I never would be, I would definitely let people off with funny excuses. <laughs> There's no way I wouldn't. Absolutely. I'd be like, oh, come on. You made me laugh. Get out of here. Right. Don't do that again. Yeah. Yeah. Little shit. <laughs> There's no way. Absolutely. You have to. He didn't get a ticket, did he? It was uh, like a warning. Come on. He, the trooper, oh, the trooper left the driver off with a warning and advised him to move out of the lane. The agency says only living, breathing people can be counted for the HOV lane. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I don't think a lot of cops and I'm going to put parking enforcement in that category because they are fucking cops. Yeah. Have senses of humor. They don't. Believe me. Oh, believe me. I've tried cracking jokes. I with have too. <laughs> No it avail. does not work. Look, I'm very charming. <laughs> I will never forget when I was 20 or I was 19 and my friend Juliet is in handcuffs and she turns to the officer and she goes, has anyone ever told you you look like Detective Stabler? <laughs> he did not find that amusing at all, even though she was like, it's a compliment. Right. But she was trying to get out yeah. and she happened to have some porn in her pocket and she tried to give it to the officers. We were oh. both very drunk. Yeah. He did not find that amusing either. He his exact quote was, "No thanks, I have plenty enough at home." He's Rob Ford. He pulled a Rob <laughs> Ford. Um, the only time I've gotten out of um, cop ticket things or by playing is by playing dumb, like pretending I didn't know. Like I didn't know. I, I got confused because I one time I was driving my car and I turned by a park and I was on the sidewalk inside the park. <laughs> Because it was like a really wide sidewalk and yeah. I thought it was a street. And I did just learn how to drive, but I probably was stoned or something. And I was driving in the park on this sidewalk and it kept getting more narrow. And I was like, oh, this isn't a street. And then the cop was like, get over here. And I was like, I, I turned on the wrong, like, da 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 da. And so I was dumb. So he let me off. But he should have given me a ticket because I was stoned. Fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I've also gotten out. I think I tweeted about this once. Where I was turning my flash, my headlights on and off to the part in uh, Space Oddity. Wait, that goes, <laughs> you know the part that's like do 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 yeah do do do. I was turning my headlights off and on to that do 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 like do. to the beat, and then I went honk honk. <laughs> Wait, where were you? When I was you, driving. But where were you driving? On Long Island when I was what, like a what? teen. <laughs> and I got pulled over, and he was like, "What were you doing?" And I was like, "I was like, honestly, I was." <laughs> I was listening to Space Odd. I just told her, I was like, I was listening to Space Oddity. <laughs> I was like, I was being an idiot. Like, and he's like, get, get out of here. Stop doing that. You know, the road is serious. Da, 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 da. And I was like, okay. Like, he's like, if you, if I give you a ticket right now, you'll lose your license. Cause I was like still on probation. You know, when you first get your yeah. learner's permit or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. Ugh. Ugh, I'm such no a, cr I'm such a criminal. 
<laughs> Rachel has much better criminal stories than I do. But you know what? That's a cute one. It's cute. That's a cute one. I like the song. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, this one is very Desi. This is from USA Today. It is from June 30th, 2019. The headline reads, Hamburglar arrested. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hamburglar arrested for robbing a Florida Wendy's after he made himself dinner. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait. Oh, so was he dressed as the Hamburglar? Or that's just what they called him? That's just what they called him. Florida police have arrested a thief named the Hamburglar. Wait a minute. No, they, he didn't call himself that. I think they nicknamed yeah, him that. Yeah, they must have. Who allegedly broke into restaurants, made himself a meal, and then robbed the establishments. Oh, so he's a repeat offender. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Okay. This, he has this little thing. He has his... A gimmick? Yeah, he has a gimmick. Patrick Benson, 34, allegedly broke into a Jensen Beach, Florida Wendy's where he grilled and ate a burger before stealing the restaurant's safe, according to a press release from the Martin County Sheriff's Office. I mean... That's chill. That's so chill. He's like, "Um, first I'm going to, like, I just picture him turning the grill on, flipping a burger. He's not worried at all about getting caught. No. Why? But you know what? If I was alone in a closed down fast food restaurant, that would be the first thing I would do is be like, I need to make myself something to eat. I'd be looking into everything. Right. I would be doing investigating, like, how clean is this kitchen? I would be like, oh, that's where they keep the fries. Here's the fry basket. Like, let's go. I would make myself like, I, you know... I people I've known who have worked at like fast food places before, like one anecdote that's always my favorite is that like, oh yeah, we would get stoned and like make really hilarious combinations of stuff when we uh, had that's what I did. Wait. I never worked in a fast food, but I worked in a frozen yogurt store. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? Here's some of the things I did. I would first of all I would put ranch on everything. Like I would just pot, we we made like pita sandwiches and frozen yogurt, of That's course. So dated. It's so dated. That is so nineties. <laughs> and then so we would just like put chicken salad on pitas and pour ranch dressing on it. The grossest thing we would do is put our mouths directly under the frozen yogurt thing <laughs> and yes. squirt it into our mouth. <laughs> and we would just like die laughing so we're like, oh it feels like a dick's going or like it, like it just felt like this log going <laughs> We would just eat everything and just make the craziest. We would microwave things like gummy bear, like whatever. We would just do whatever. <laughs> like when it was a slow day? Sometimes when it was slow, but mostly when we were cleaning up at the end of the night, like, <laughs> you know, like putting stuff away. Right. Like before you put that away, let's make this. But the frozen yogurt's always available. And we would just put like every topping on it. Like, Ooh, you know, when you have yeah. money is no object. Right. You're stealing. <laughs> when you're stealing from the workplace, money is no object. You know what? <laughs> The sheriff's office said Benson also burglarized another local restaurant and attempted to rob a gas station but couldn't get inside. A suspect coined a suspect coined as the modern day hamburglar doesn't appear to be making doesn't appear to have any problem making himself right at home after breaking into local food establishments to make himself a burger, officials said in a release. The suspect has been successfully forcing his way into two restaurants cooking himself some dinner, then stealing what he can't consume. Officials say Benson used a brick or large rock to break the restaurant's windows and get inside. Security footage shows the thief working his way around the restaurants after hours and selecting the items he wanted to steal, authorities said. They didn't have alarms? (laughs) I don't know. He broke the security camera. Okay. 
The, the snack and pack burglar left behind hundreds of dollars in damage, according to the release. Benson, Benson was charged with burglary, grand theft, and attempted burglary, and is now in the Martin County Jail. Okay, so this is, uh, we have pictures of him in the act. Here's. I love people where they don't know they're on security. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the funniest videos to oh me when God. they're just like living life and they right. don't realize it's all being filmed. Right. Here's his uh, mugshot. I know. I mean, come He's on. Hungry. He was hungry. <laughs> this is from the Huffington Post. Driver accused of... <laughs> <laughs> just the headline is so stupid. Driver... And it's kind of celebrity related too. Okay. Driver accused of hitting squad car while looking for Saved by the Bell clip on his phone. <laughs> Dude, this is me to a T. Every time I've done something and almost got into an accident, I'm like, I almost killed someone because I was Googling, like, whatever, Dwight Gooden. Some stupid fucking thing that I had to do at that exact second while I'm fucking driving. Like, you know how you just get those impulses? I have to fucking look it up right now. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Vermont police said, (laughs) it gets better. Vermont police said Kevin Bacon, not the actor, (laughs) was especially interested in an episode called Screech's Spaghetti Sauce. <laughs> in case you weren't aware, driving on the open road is not the time for looking up Saved by the Bell TV show clips on your phone. A Vermont man learned that lesson the hard way Thursday afternoon when he sideswiped a police car while trying to find an episode of the venerable 1990s sitcom on the internet. Police arrested 55-year-old Kevin Bacon, who, it must be emphasized, is not the actor. Oh, this, this reporter is having fun here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> After he hit a Thetford Police Department squad car, according to the smoking gun, the officer was, aided, was aiding a motorist on the Interstate 91. <laughs> you mean he was arresting a motorist? What? And, the guy, and the guy that he was arresting while the police car <laughs> got hit was probably laughing to, to himself so hard how amazing would that be if some dick cop is pulling you over yes and then someone hits him you must be like okay are we done here like you obviously you have guy. much more paperwork to deal with now um when bacon collided with the police cruiser Bacon didn't seem to notice what happened and continued to drive for a short distance. What? How do you not notice? <laughs> he, dude, this clip must have been hilarious. Yeah. He then stopped the car before fleeing the scene of the crash, the station reported. Bacon was nabbed a mile from the crash scene. According to a Vermont State Police report, Bacon was looking down at his phone at the time of the crash. The object of his attention, the report said, was Screech's Spaghetti Sauce, an episode from 1992 that, according to IMDb, centers on a particularly flavorful spaghetti sauce that Screech makes during a campus TV show. Do you remember that episode? I don't. Yeah. I mean, I never watched that show. I did, but I I was never like that big of a Saved by the Bell stan. Yeah. Like I, I, I watched it. Yeah. I, I mean, thought I'm it sure was, I've seen I it. I mean, I liked it when I was a kid, yeah. but it's like I'm, I'm, I don't know. There's other Some people shows. are like obsessed with Saved by the Bell though. Yeah. Like it's like a nostalgia thing yeah. for certain people. Um, How old is the guy who got Dude, arrested? Dude, he's 55, which I what? feel like that's too old for that's this. That's way too old. <laughs> Look at him. That's him. Okay. I was thinking 35, maybe. Yeah. See, like around my age or yeah. older, that's like, okay. No, I would say like people in their early 40s to 
mid thirties. Right. Like that is prime saved by the bell or right. you would be obsessed, nostalgically obsessed with it still. Right. That guy is a creep. What? <laughs> Look <laughs> at his face too. Why is he? Wh- yeah. He's mad. He's like, and I would have gotten away with it too. I need to know why that guy likes saved by the bell <laughs> right now. <laughs> How? Why? That's I'm, crazy. I'm, we're going to need to do follow-ups on Kevin Bacon, not the actor. Right. To yeah. see how this guy's doing. Because I... I I'm i shocked that yeah. he's so old. He's very old. I mean, for like... For Save, Save by, by the, the Bell. Bell. Yeah. Right. He's not in the demo. I just love that he crashed into the car, didn't notice, and kept going. Yeah. Maybe he had the clip in stereo and like he didn't even notice. How do you not notice hitting another car? I mean, come on. Police car. This is suspicious. <laughs> this whole thing's a mess. <laughs> wow. A couple weeks ago, somebody posted on Twitter, what's your favorite forgotten celebrity controversy? Mine is when Justin Bieber visited the Anne Frank house and said that Anne would have been a believer. Now, this was tweeted a couple weeks ago on June 23rd. But for some reason, it went viral. Like, like the last few days. Yeah, like the yeah. last couple days. I saw it a few days ago, and then uh, someone posted it in the group. Yeah, Sonia posted to share it. Because I think it was, then it, by that point, it had really gone viral. Right. Uh, but there's some pretty hilarious ones. There were, here. but I do feel like, with as with a lot of viral prompt posts, there were a lot that I feel like don't really fit the prompt like right. there's like ones that are like when taylor swift got interrupted by interrupted by kanye it's like literally no one's forgotten about that right it should be something that was forgotten it should be something that was forgotten like there are, i screen capped my two favorites <laughs> okay okay i have one too i wonder if it's the same <laughs> my favorite my first favorite one was when the Romney family, <laughs> when the Romney family traveled twelve hours to Ontario with the family dog tied to the car roof because he had <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> First of all, I did forget about that, and I had this like memory like come back like, oh my right. god, yeah, because we kind of all moved on to Mike Huckabee's son killing the dog. Like, right, there were there were graver <laughs> dog incidents. Right, but that was. A big deal during that election. It was. I remember that it was like. I mean, that's pretty bad. And then people were like, no, no, he didn't have diarrhea before. He got the diarrhea after from stress. Like, there are people in the comments, like. Oh, right. That, he, that because he was up there. Yeah, because I don't remember the diarrhea part. Like, I remember that they just did it. Right. But so, it's yeah, pretty bad. It's bad either way. Yeah. Because even if the dog has diarrhea. Dude, let the dog in the car, you fucking psychos. Here's a story. Um, when my mom had like a convertible. Volkswagen Beetle when I was in high school and she had a little chow dog <laughs> or big chow. They're I love kind of those big. dogs. Yeah, they're really cute. And so we had like, you know, it has like the harness and then she put the leash on the emergency brake. Right. We're driving to kind oh, of keep no. it. So at some point the dog literally, you know, when an animal is out of control, right? Like you can't stop it. Yeah. It went to jump out of the car. So oh. I was holding the dog by the harness outside of the car <laughs> door. Okay. No. And I was like freaking out. I'm like, pull the fuck over. Like I can't hold the dog. Like yeah. I mean, we weren't going really fast. It was just in town. So whatever, 35 miles per hour, or whatever. Right, right. But it's still stressful. Uh, and then we got home and the dog took a huge diarrhea. She's like, <laughs> and she was like, See, that's why she jumped out of the car. She didn't want a diarrhea in the car. Like she made it like it was a good thing. Like, see, the dog is very conscientious. What a good girl. You didn't want a diarrhea in the car. <laughs> Did you? Did you? That's my good girl. Okay. Side note, the dog's name was Chanel. <laughs> 
know that Chanel, it's so tacky. Chanel didn't want a diarrhea in the car. <laughs> Your mom is trash. I love Dude, that. I was like, shut up. Like, the dog fucked you. Like, the dog was, so, was scared. I was like, the dog gets credit. What about me? I fucking held the dog. Where's my fucking props? <laughs> <laughs> fucking dog. So that one... I liked that one because I felt like, okay, that is what the prompt a forgotten, asked for. Yeah. That was forgotten. I had forgotten I mean, about I that. would even say the original prompt was not very forgotten. The Bieber thing. The Anne Frank yeah. thing. It wasn't that forgotten. Right. It could have just been like, what's your favorite weird little scandal? So then this was the other one. This one isn't forgotten, but I feel like this is just, I just like this scandal so okay. much. It's like one of my favorite celebrity scandals. It's like a Ooh. victimless crime. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey getting arrested for smoking weed while playing bongos naked. Oh, Because right. I remember when that happened and I remember being like, oh my God, why are like, don't arrest him. Like he's smoking weed in his own house. He's naked. He's playing bongos. He's just being Matthew McConaughey. Yes. He, what is, where, what is he doing wrong in this situation? Weed He's literally living his truth. Yeah. All weed arrests are stupid. Yeah. I mean, I remember thinking that's an annoying guy. That was before Matthew McConaughey's like comeback. I would say I don't even as like think a it was real a, as a real actor. serious yeah. actor. Because well, this, I don't even know there was a comeback. I don't know if he was ever thought of as a serious serious actor until like a few years right. ago. I guess he was in like a Time to Kill, but that was right. it. Right, and then he was more whatever. He was I don't like rom com. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just know that type of guy, and that type of guy like irritates me. Even though I smoke pot, like I can't stand stonery type. Like, yeah. hey, like that's like something that grates on me. I mean, it's fine. Be that way. I don't think it's a bad thing. I just don't want to be around a bongo player. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I don't want to be. I don't want to be around any amateur musicians, <laughs> like playing an instrument. That drives me crazy. Like if I see someone bring an instrument out, I will leave. Like I can't take it. It's too much. Um, but yeah, that was a cute one. That was. I mean, that was just like. Uh, yeah, it was so Matthew McConaughey. It's very Matthew McConaughey. Now. I wouldn't even say this is a scandal, but it made me laugh just because I remember the quote and I love Mariah Carey. Oh, yeah. I like love Mariah Carey. Me too. So I love her So you should know too. this. So don't don't. No, and don't, don't slander her either. Uh, she's had some of my favorite pop culture moments throughout pop culture history. Same. Like, I love her. Uh, and this one, this was a quote from somebody. When J-Lo said she gets eight hours of sleep a night and Mariah Carey said if she didn't have to actually sing her own song, she would get that much sleep too. <laughs> Dude, I just love when celebrities slam each other oh or God. shade each other because it's it's something you don't really see that much because everyone's so like contained by their publicist. Yeah. Publicist, like I feel like it used to be old school back in the day with like right. Betty Davis and Joan Crawford just constantly like digging at each other, right? And it doesn't really happen anymore. No, it or doesn't. Or they seem kind of like like let's say the Katy Perry Taylor Swift. There's always something kind of fake about it in a way. Like even though I think they were mad. They kind of elevate a feud sometimes to well, give them publicity. I mean, but you know, Mariah Carey does hate J Lo, like right for whatever reasons. And here's the thing about Mariah Carey: Mariah Carey is so unbelievably talented that she can get away with saying shit like that. It's like, we, are you going to try and come for Mariah? No, you can't. Uh, and are you going to defend your singing? No, no, you shouldn't. J Lo's not going to defend her singing when Mariah Carey disses her. Right, she can't. You can't, and she can't say you're right. I have a lot of whatever auto tune. Her things making me J-Lo sound better. J-Lo is not known for her vocals. Let's just say that. No, but I think she thinks she's a good singer. I'm sure she does. <laughs> 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 like, can you 
imagine Mariah Carey coming for your vocals? I would fucking kill myself. Uh, it would be it would be devastating. It would be devastating. So it is a it is a pretty funny thread, even if some of them don't fit the prompts. Right. I still think it was kind of an entertaining a lot of type it, thing. A lot of it was definitely like stuff that was like way too young for me, like random like Disney Channel and Nickelodeon. Right. Stars. I saw a lot of stuff where it's like when when Demi said something about Selena and I was like, Oh, I can't. Right. I was like, <laughs> what? And then the other one, like someone from the wizard of Waverly place tweeted nudes. I was like, I have did not watch that show at all. Or there was something with high school musical too, where he got arrested. The guy who said he plays cello got arrested. Right. <laughs> and I was like, well, that sounds interesting. <laughs> there was one though that I did appreciate. Someone mentioned, do you remember when the cake boss got arrested? And he no. said, you can't arrest me on the cake. boss." <laughs> That is a classic line. Yeah, that is such a good line. You can't arrest me in the cake boss. How do you say that? Dude. You know, that reminds me of another good arrest was with Reese Witherspoon got arrested. That was crazy. Yeah. Because it was like so unexpected. Like right. I love unexpected arrests like me too. that. And she was drunk and saying, do you know who I am? I mean, that is just like your nightmare probably. She was belligerent. She was belligerent. It was hilarious. Um, it did make me see her in a new light completely. Like, yeah. I mean, I know you like her a lot. I, I'm like, no, I don't like her a lot. I've been a stan of her since I since Man in the Moon. Right. And that was the early 90s. And that was the first time I thought she was interesting. Because she, really, I just found her to be fine, but I wasn't that interested in her. I think personality-wise, she never had any scandals. She was very, seemed like, you know, very like responsible kind of like she wasn't a party right. girl. And she often played characters other than Freeway that were goody two shoes Absolutely. types too. Um, it was a departure. It from wasn't her. that I disliked her. I just was like, eh, who cares? Like she's right. fine. Like whatever. it added another dimension to her. Right. And I do know. like her more now because even though I don't love Big Little Lies, I do like her in Big Little Lies. She's my favorite on that show. So with that. We can transition, I guess, into our TV and movie recommendations. Okay. Do you have anything that you're watching this week? Um, I am actually watching two things that are both old. I'm rewatching The Sopranos, which I love, and it's actually still very good and not even dated, really. Which really? Is crazy. Yeah. That show is laugh out loud funny to me. Like, I have to say, like, I actually don't watch comedies. I don't really like comedies usually um but i like dramas that are funny yes and the sopranos is one of the funniest dramas like i laugh out loud while i'm watching the sopranos right uh so if you haven't seen that it's all free on amazon prime uh so you can watch it there and the other thing i'm watching well, can i just say yeah. about the sopranos i've never watched the sopranos before you should watch it i know i should and it's like one of those things here's the thing I know it's soap opera y. Now I know it's soap opera y. Uh-huh. But I remember when The Sopranos came out in 1999, and I was at 13, and all I wanted to watch on HBO was Sex in the City. And I would be really irritated when that would come <laughs> on. Like, it would, I think it came on after Sex in the City. So I'd always yeah. be like bummed that Sex in the City was over, and then The Sopranos came on. I was right. like, what is this mob show? I don't I care. I didn't watch it when it was initially on. Yeah. I watched it after No, the but fact. everyone loves it. I got to watch it. Brendan loves it. And the clips I have seen from it, like I've seen like this one clip or some guy i don't know their names but he was like hey don why don't you take the kids and go down to baja fresh like <laughs> i'm telling you me. <laughs> it's funny and you'll love adriana that's like you almost like that's your is that character Drea DiMatteo? yeah that's, that's your character i did one of those like face things like what celebrity do you look like where you upload your yeah. picture and it was like you look like drea DiMatteo. she's like the new jersey you like oh, i'm telling it. you and she's like 
She's hilarious. Okay, she's I'm great. gonna I'm gonna get into Sopranos. I think you'll like it. If you need I'm a new sure show to binge and there's a ton of seasons. The other thing I'm watching that's also I think it's from last year, so it's not that old. It's called The Terror. And it was oh. on AMC. It's based on a book. Um, and it's like I'm gonna fuck up all the things. It's oldie timey. It's set in like the eighteen hundreds. They have like crashed in like, I don't know, the North Pole, maybe. Don't at me. It's good. I mean, this is based on a famous book, so a lot of people probably might know the book, but you should watch it. I think it was like, I don't think it got a lot of attention. Oh, um, and Jared Harris is in it from Chernobyl. Yeah. So he's great in that. Um, so yeah, those are the two things uh, I'm watching, kind of old things. Right. I don't think, yeah, there's nothing new I'm watching right I'm now. I'm not watching anything new right now either. I've been watching a lot of Beat Bobby Flay lately, always hoping he's going to get beat, and he wins like 90% of the time. It's so so oh, sad. That is, that's Dude, weird. he always wins. Hmm. He always wins. And it's always like, I always feel horrible for the person he's competing against because they're like competing with their recipe that like their grandma brought over from like the oh. old country or something. And then yeah. like... It's like some time-honored recipe, and Bobby Flay is like, I did mine with poblano peppers and Calabrian chilies, and they're like, and the winner is Bobby Flay. So he just chilies everything. He just Bobby Flays everything. Right. So, yeah, I'm not watching anything. I've just been watching a lot of Beat Bobby Flay lately. I don't know why. I thought I had a new podcast. I don't know if I mentioned this one, um, but it's called Gladiator, and it's about the Aaron Hernandez story. So if you're kind oh. of into sports and sports crime, but I feel like even if you're not into sports, you'll like this story because it's really fucked up. Yeah. And it has, um, it's by the people who did um, the movie Spotlight. It's the Spotlight team in Boston. Wow. So he played for the Patriots. So yeah. it's, that, it's that investigative journalism team that that movie Spotlight is based on. Yeah. So it's really in depth and they have like tapes of him and it's a sad story. Yeah. Uh, so that podcast is really good if you haven't listened to it and need something to listen to. The other podcast I'm going to recommend, it's an older one, if you like sports-related stories, is also the 30 for 30 podcast, which is the documentary series on ESPN, has a podcast version. And that's really good. And if you want something that's sort of Hollywood-related, their second season is all about the Bikram Yoga scandal yeah uh and that's very hollywood there's like lots of it's it's pretty much based in la and yeah. he's like he was like a guru to a lot of famous people and rich people right so that one's also uh, a good podcast and that season in particular might be of interest to you um yeah that's that's my podcast uh recommendations for the sports people <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I don't have anything interesting to recommend this week. I just didn't really consume anything new. Well, there was also that um, Lenny Dykstra episode. Like literally a hundred people sent me that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was on uh, sport crime and sports. Yeah, I think that's a good podcast too. If you like sports related stuff, you can kind of you can kind of uh, pick the more famous. They actually did a really good OJ episode. I think last maybe the week before the Lenny Dykstra one. Uh, and it's funny because they kind of stole my idea if I was ever going to do OJ, what I was going to do, but I still probably will do it. They focused on everything but the crime, the really? big crime and the trial. They focused on his early life and all the crimes he did after the trial, right? which was what I was going to do because I was like, I don't want to talk about the trial, but his, there's a lot of other stuff he's done right. that's fucked up. So they did that and I thought it was really smart, obviously, because yeah. it was my idea too. <laughs> Very smart. <laughs> 
Um, so I recommend it because it was a pretty good episode. And then the Lenny Dykstra one, obviously, was a joy. It's three hours long, Wow. By the way. It's so funny, though. Right. He's a, ma- he's a maniac. Yeah. My love. My ex-love for one year only when I was a child. Okay? <laughs> Someone was like, Lenny Dykstra is not hot I in the Facebook that. group. And I, I was like, that. how dare you? There's this one year he was hot. I promise. <laughs> he gets very unhot. I mean, I'll give him right. credit for that. Right. And he's not like David Justice hot or like other ball player hot. Yeah. But he was cute he for was that cute. one year. He was cute that one year. Okay. Let's move on to listener questions and stories. Stephanie says, hello, thank you so much for your wonderful podcast. I've been a listener from the beginning and it's getting better and better. Well done to you both. My question is for Rachel. Listen, on your Instagram stories, very intriguing Dave Navarro content, by the way, your hair, what is the routine? What was the routine there? What size curling iron? One inch, half inch? Um, You don't need to include this in the podcast, but I do need to know. Thank you again. I didn't do my own hair. I had someone else did my hair, but I think it was a one inch. It was not a half inch. It was a one inch. And what she did is she curled my entire head and put them in pins and let it set and cool. And then she took them out and brushed them out and hairsprayed the shit out of it. And that's what happened to my hair. What'd you eat? Oh, well, I was doing pretty good. I don't want to hear pretty good because I know you had something today because you fucking tweeted about it. And I was like so jealous when you tweeted that you ate that. I got another one of those Sundays with a hot fudge and caramel. Yes. Okay. First of all, I'm a maniac. I go into McDonald's (laughs) drive through and I say, I want a hot fudge Sunday with caramel. Okay. And he'll say, okay, so one hot fudge Sunday. I said, yes, a hot fudge Sunday with caramel too, right? (laughs) Like, because I want to make sure I get both. Yeah. And then it pops up on the screen and I I say it one more time. I was like, okay, I'm sorry. I'm just double checking with caramel. And he's like, yes, it's with caramel. So I do it three times like a fucking pig. Because what I'm thinking, when I hear that order, I think instead of the hot fudge. That's what I was worried about. I'm like, no, I want both. (laughs) You have to say, I want a hot fudge sundae with hot fudge and caramel. That's what I said. And it's like, then I'm worried and I don't want to make him think. It's like, you're fine. I'm the one who's a pig. Like, I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at me. <laughs> like, I want to make it clear to the worker right. that it's like, I know I'm doing something stupid. Like, so don't, when I ask you three times, it's only because I'm like, am I being clear in my pigginess or am I trying to downplay it so my order doesn't come out right? Do you know what I mean? Like, right. So then I get to the, you know, then I definitely check my order and it was right. So he, he got it right. And I was just like... Uh, you know, honestly, I have like a meltdown if I really want something. <laughs> That's not uh, right. I've seen it. I have a meltdown. Yeah. I literally have a meltdown. Desi's seen it. If I'm getting something like that, I'm in a mood. Like right. I don't just order those things when I'm happy. I order them when I'm already mad or sad. <laughs> so do you know what I mean? Like right. it's not like, oh, oh, who cares? I'll just eat hot fudge. It's like I'm already in a fucking mood if I'm getting you something like that. You want that caramel too. Right. So, well, we didn't do... A show last week, so we didn't even talk about Palm Springs. We oh, ate there. Yeah, Desi uh, and I went to Palm Springs last week. So we had some good food there. Right. We had, I think I got steak frites and you got fried chicken popcorn basket. Yeah. And salad. It was delicious. It was really good. And we got banoffee pie. It was so good. That was very good. Um, At the Ace Hotel. That's yeah. an Ace Hotel plug. Oh, yeah. I love the Ace. Give us the sponsorship. Seriously. 
Um, so yeah, I don't think I really, last week was very tiring and yeah. I kind of just, we had been, a lot of work last week. Yeah, so we're just kind of, um, that's why we didn't have a show last week. It just got out of hand. Right. Um, but all good things, yeah. but just We much. had a thing, we had a shoot on Thursday, so we didn't have time to record and do a mini episode. Right. Sorry. That's okay. I just, that's- I just said that's okay for the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Did you eat anything good? I did. I made a watermelon feta mint salad this week. Oh. Uh, That is like my favorite summer salad. I get really excited when it's like watermelon season because I can make that salad. It's just so easy to make. It's just watermelon, feta, chiffonade mint, fresh mint. (laughs) Yeah, of course. And you just put a little olive oil and then some salt and pepper. A little bit of salt because the feta is salty. Right. But... You grind some black pepper up on mm. that. It is like it is a perfect summer salad. Watermelon is so fucking good. I love it's watermelon, so good. especially except when it's like mealy. Oh my it god, has that's to be depressing. perfect. I hate it. Right, but when it's cool oh out of the fridge, god. I can eat like a whole watermelon. Same. It's so fucking good. It's so delicious. That's good then. So that's what I had that was really standout and memorable this week because it just reminded me of like summer. Yeah, I'm just I love I love stone fruit season. Me too. I love like. Rainier cherries. Oh, I love cherries. You know, they're the best. But someone pretentious talked about loving cherries, so now I, I feel like it's sullied my cherry love a bit. Oh, they did? Was it on Twitter? Yeah, you know who. Oh, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was like, ugh, I love cherries. Like, please don't ruin cherries for me. Right. Like, I don't want to hear about cherries all summer. Do you know what I mean? Right. From her? Well, from from <laughs> specific people. Right. Yes. I get that. But yeah, I love I stone fruit that. too. It's my favorite. Yeah. And hopefully we'll make some good stone fruit desserts. I was thinking we should make like a crumble. With cherries? With cherry. Oh. Or like, remember my cherry pie was so good? I love cherry pie. It's my I absolute it, favorite. One of the last pies that I made for eating pie for our old podcast was a cherry pie. And I hand pitted every single cherry and put them in the pie. My cherry pie kicks ass, by the way. It's yeah. a really good one. Cherry pie is so good. If you've never had real cherry pie, real you cherry have pie. to fucking, you have to do it. Right. And I will give you a hot tip from Trader Joe's. If you don't want to pit cherries, I get it because it's a pain. They have Morello cherries in a jar that I've used for cherry pies or right. cherry tarts and they're good. Right. Like they're very good. Like don't put the syrup in. No. Or if you do, don't put sugar in. Like, right. You have to make sure not to do that. That's the thing is like the the mistake with cherry pie is like either it's that gelatinous gloopy stuff from the can right. and it's overly sweet. Right. So like these Morello cherries in the jar are very good. Right. And I recommend them if you want to do a quick thing and impress everybody, you know. I mean, you could use Bing cherries, but just put a lot of lemon juice in them. Right. You know, that's yeah. fine. I've done I've done like a Bing cherry pie, but like I don't I don't want it. I don't want the cherries overly sweet. They got to no. have that tartness. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what makes it. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to make a cherry pie this weekend. Okay. Okay. All That's right. It. That's it. Bye. Bye. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.